Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Make Money Behave. Can I just say how grateful I am for this community of change makers? I mean, you guys are pretty darn amazing, and I've missed chatting with you the last few days. I just got back from Vegas. Yes, Vegas. My mother-in-law is turning 80 this year, and her family decided to throw her a surprise 80th birthday party in Vegas. So that's where I've been for the last five days, and I just want to bring that into today's episode if I may. I got to tell you, it doesn't seem like really anything behaves in Vegas if you've ever been there. (laughs) And to think that you can actually make your money behave there is almost just a shocking thought, right? But I believe that it's absolutely possible. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about how we were able to do that when we went on our trip just this last weekend. But before that, I wanted to remind you about the free 30-minute coaching sessions that I am currently offering. Obviously, over the last week, my availability was pretty low given the fact that we were out of town, but this week, my availability has resumed its normal schedule, so it's a great opportunity to just hop on to a quick 30-minute Zoom call so I can see you face-to-face and have an opportunity to see what your biggest frustration with money is and give you some tips on how you can immediately change that for yourself. If you're interested in that session, simply send me an email to maria at cashinonchange.com and put coaching in the subject line and I will get back to you as soon as I can. And I'll send you that link and we'll get it all set up. Okay, so Vegas, baby. Let's get started with how this whole thing played out. I'm not going to give you actual numbers on what kind of budget we set ourselves up for because I don't want you to get wrapped up in whether or not you would have the same amount or how that would look for you. But I do want to let you know that we had a certain number that we were willing to spend while we were there and that number had to include lodging, any gaming that we decided to do, food, parking, gifts for my mother-in-law, and any souvenirs that the kids decided they wanted. Yes, you heard that correctly. We brought our kids to Vegas. I wouldn't recommend that just for the record. (laughs) Okay, so let's get into what this looks like. We had that particular budget that we were willing to set aside and then we just pretty much spent as freely as we wanted to while we were there as long as we stay within that budget. And that's something I want to talk to you about because so many times people think that if you're going to go traveling that you have to have a certain amount for gas and a certain amount for food and a certain amount for this and a certain amount for that. And in the past when we were being very, very tight with our money, we would do kind of the same thing, but that was more of a, just a guide for us, not like, you know, we have to stick within this particular boundary. I would actually keep track, back in the day, I would actually keep track of what, how much we're spending on gas as we'd go. So I could kind of see, are we, are we in the vicinity of where we wanted to be with that particular number? This time we just said, here's the number that we want to stay within. And then we just kind of let life happen. And the reason we did that was because we really weren't sure what to expect when we got there. This was not our personal vacation. And so other people were actually 
like making different decisions and such. And I tell you what, guys, it is so good that we went in with that particular attitude because there were things that we never would have been able to anticipate. We knew how much the lodging was going to cost us and we knew how much parking would be at the lodging, but we had no idea that there is like zero free parking in Vegas these days. So I can't tell you the number of times that we had to pay, you know, $13 to park in this garage, $18 to park in that garage, $10 to stay over here. It was absolutely insane just to park. We had not known that that was going to be the case. And so we, if we had planned in such a strict manner that we weren't willing to kind of budge a little bit, we would not have been happy <laughs> while we were there. As it was, we kind of just knew, okay, well, we have to park. We have to go to some of these places and we want to participate in some of these family events that we are, that were going on at the time. So what, what was something that we were able to kind of, uh, I don't know, take away from the gaming. So we didn't really do a whole lot of gaming while we were there. I did play the slots a little bit with my mother-in-law and I mean, we're talking like I threw 20 bucks in the machine and walked out with $36. It's not like I, you know, spent a whole lot there. And my husband played about $100 on the craps table. And all in all, like by the time we figured in like what we lost and, and what we gained, whatever, I think we lost about $100 total between the whole thing. But we, in our minds, that was set aside as fun money. And it was basically blown. <laughs> and that's the way gambling is, right? I'm not a big gambler. And I think part of it's because I don't have a super high risk tolerance, but I don't shame anybody who wants to try gambling as an entertainment form for themselves. You just have to be really careful because like any behavior, I mean, it triggers something in your brain, right? It, it can be a very addictive thing because with each little win that you get, it, it kind of triggers this thing in your brain saying, oh, if I just keep going, I might hit that again. And the problem becomes when you can't turn that off. When, when that starts to overcome the logical side of your brain that says, I have this particular vulnerability of money that I'm willing to pretty much blow if that's what I decide to do. But if I go beyond that, now I'm I'm kind of like in dangerous territory. That number that you're willing to get rid of, whether it's in gambling or on a vacation to Disney or really wherever, the number that you decide that you're willing to, quote, let go of or blow is going to be different depending on how much income you have and what how long you've been saving for that particular vacation. There are a lot of different factors that are going to play into that. The key, though, is to make sure that once you've decided what that number is, to do everything you can to stay within that number. When you draw that boundary, you are telling yourself and you're telling the universe, I know what my limit is and I will not allow that triggered part of my brain to go past that limit. Because once you do that once, now my friends, you are on a slippery slope to potential problem. As a very small example of how I actually put this into place, my mother-in-law was sitting at a machine and she said, come sit down, Lino, play this with me. And so I sat down and I threw $20 into the machine and I, you know, I won a couple times, you know, what we're talking, five bucks here and there. I mean, when you play 20 bucks, it's not like you can expect to walk away with millions. So, you know, I would, I would win a dollar fifty, and then, you know, it'd go back down and it'd go back up and then come back down. And as it, there was one bigger win where it's like, oh, you know, you won. $20, whatever it was. And so it brought my credits up and I got to the point where I just looked at the number of credits and I said, once I get down to this number of credits, I won't play anymore. 
And it was so interesting because like, let's just say that that number of credits was 50. Okay. So I would have a hundred credits and then I'd have 95 and then 92 and, you know, then it'd go back up to 104 and then I'd have back down to 90 or like, however it was. But what was happening is as I was inching down closer and closer to the 50, I kept telling myself, once I get to 50, I'm going to walk away. And so that's what I did. I kept watching that number get closer and closer to 50. Well, what happened was when I got to like, I want to say 57 or 63 or something. It was pretty close to the 50. All of a sudden I hit something bigger and it went back up to 100 and something. And then I said, you know what, let's just play down to 100 and not have to worry about walking away at 50 anymore. And so that's what I did. And that's why I was able to walk away with $36 rather than 20 because I allowed myself to stay until that spot. But had I gotten all the way down to 50 credits, I would have hit cash out and I would have walked away. I know that is a super, super small example of how you can kind of set some boundaries for yourself. But like I said, we had to pay so much money for parking that I really didn't have a whole lot of leftover for gambling anyway. And so I had to use super small numbers <laughs> when, when I was putting money into that machine. And while we're on the topic of Vegas and trying to make money behave there, let me just say that the food cost is a little high as well. Basically, anywhere you go in Vegas, you can expect to pay a certain percentage higher than anywhere else. So one thing that really helped for us was the hotel that we ended up staying in served a full hot breakfast every single morning. And when you have a family of five, that actually would add up somewhere else. And so it was really good that we had that kind of to fall back on each and every morning so that the kids could kind of eat their, their breakfast and then we could get on with our day and not spend, you know, $50 every time we had to go out and and eat. We also made sure to get a hotel room that had a refrigerator and a microwave so that we could use those to store cut up fruit and then heat up any leftovers from nights before. That kind of helped to curb that as well. I know that they say whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but you know what doesn't stay in Vegas? The regret of completely overspending. That you will totally take home with you. So if you plan to go there or anywhere else as we approach this summer, Plan ahead, have an idea of how much money you're willing to spend, make that number be based on what you're able to spend, and then it's decide as a family that you're going to stick within that number. And if you do that, I promise you, you will come home with no regret and no messy bank accounts to clean up. You will be able to focus on rejuvenating and getting back into the swing of things once you've returned. Before I sign off, I'd just like to remind you that if you have not yet subscribed to this podcast, I would love if you would do it. Just go to iTunes and hit subscribe. And while you're over there, if you wouldn't mind just giving me a quick star rating as well as a review if you have an extra minute, I would so appreciate that because that's what helps other people find this podcast. And I don't know about you, but I think it's just kind of a fun, lighthearted podcast that allows us to talk about money in a way that, you know, it, it's not all about numbers. It actually has more of that behavioral spin and it's real. I don't pretend to know everything about the financial markets or anything like that. I just know about human behavior, and I love to explore how that affects money and how money affects our behavior. So if you know anyone else who would love to hear kind of that connection, please send them this podcast. Go ahead and just forward it to them. And if there's a particular topic that you personally want to hear, send me an email. My email again is maria at cashinonchange.com and feel free to let me know what that is that you'd love to hear about. I love featuring you on this podcast and I will give you a shout out if you give me permission to do so. Okay guys, I'm going to sign off for today, but I will be back later this week. As always, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.